Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. With a 7-0 lead in the second quarter at the Jacksonville 21-yard line. Prescott long count back in the gun. Well protected going deep to the right side. Into the end zone. Perfect throw to Hendershot. Touchdown, Cowboys. That was gorgeous. Not just the call from Brad Sham, who will join us at 8.40 this morning, but the throw from Dak Prescott to Hendershot to, to go ahead and get it in the end zone. That made it 14-0, and, of course, the Cowboys would end up losing. Cowboy calls right now here on Sean and Bobby. Choppy's out sick today. 877-881-1053. Hit us up. 877-881-1053 on your home of Dallas Cowboys football Let's start off with Philip in Fort Worth. Philip, where do you want to take it? You're live on the fan. Hey, man, thanks for having me. Uh, really, man, I just I, I think with all this focus on OBJ, um, you know, I think we should be focusing on you know doing something about our corners and like getting some depth in our in our defense with all the injuries we're having. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, the OBJ may or may not have any relevance this year. What do you guys think? They're trying, Philip. I mean, they, they they added Trayvon Mullen. That like, I, I mean, as much as they can, it's just it's it's hard to find guys like this. Where they really aired was they they should have moved on from Kelvin Joseph in the spring. They they should have been better prepared in that sense. That happened before the draft. Why? Because of the incident. Yes, that's not that wasn't his first issue. He's uh, like I mean that was the most prominent. But, but I mean they had they had discipline issues with him all last year. Boy, he, he, Second, going into a second season, you're going to cut him as a second round pick. That doesn't happen. Yeah, for for having to be shown all over Fox Four as a, a witness to a murder before you would talk about it. Yeah, I think that's enough given everything else with him. No, that it you was definitely cuttable. Yeah, and and I mean like that hasn't got it. Like, and he's Jerry told us last hey. week or two weeks ago said. The reason he was there for us in the second round was because of it, but he's very talented. Steve was talking about it on Friday. He's one of our most talented corners. Of the, okay, you'll put up with it for talent. Right now, you're putting up with it for a bad football player. Yeah, okay, what, what's bad about him as a player? And is this more as a physical bus or more upstairs issues? G- give me his physical breakdown skill set. I think he's got an awful football IQ. I think he's got really good movement skills. I, I think the physical traits are really good. I think he's got awful football IQ. He's physical. He's willing. I love that about him. I think special teams, Brian's brought this up. I think special teams made him a more physical football player. He will never do the Olay and run support like Trayvon Diggs will. He will go up there. He'll try to tackle. I appreciate all that. I appreciate the effort. He he's 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 got bad instincts at the position. They have no other options. Instincts don't usually get better either. Instincts are either there or not. That was something the Cowboys, you remember Charles Tapper? The Cowboys thought Charles yeah. Tapper was going to be really, really good. And ultimately, like, when you talk to people over there, they say that where they miss that is they're like, he had everything, he had no instincts. And you can't teach instincts. He, he didn't have a feel for it. And I think that that's, that's one of the big bonuses of, like, Micah, for instance. Micah's instincts have always been really, really good. He just has a natural feel for it. Mike in Fort Worth. Let's see if his instincts are good. Mike, you're live on 105.3 The Fan. Hey, Mikey. What's up? What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Eh. What's up? I don't know how to, you know, 
gauge my my level of enthusiasm or like you know sadness but I, I knew it i saw it coming this is my boys in december this is what we do uh dak is not the problem dak's interceptions are the problem and i put that on the staff uh i think we need a uh, what's his name bud kilmer on the sidelines get him in the helmet <laughs> stick to the basics do you, you bl- do you blame dak for the last interception I do not. I, I blame the play calling. I mean, the run game was working. Stick to the basic, guys. Where you know, all we need is three points to win the game. Why are we throwing the ball so much? We got a good thing going with with uh, Zeke and, and uh, Pollard. Stick to the basics, man. Run the damn ball. Well, they tried to run the ball on the game-killing drive, and they ended up in third and thirteen. And then they threw the ball deep, out of bounds to Noah Brown. So. You, Bobby is saying they should have thrown the ball more in the second half versus run it more, and they did try to run out the clock. Uh, so Kellen Moore is catching strays. Noah Brown, Dak Prescott, this defense overall. Hakeem and Frisco. Hakeem, you're next up on the Diamond Factory Hotline. Go ahead. Hey, guys. I think the game, the, game, um, the drive right before um, the Jacksonville took it down, when, the, when, you got third, when you got first down and you were in shotgun, you're trying to just hand it off to Zeke. That's destined for failure. And then on, even on the third down, I would have liked – I at least would have liked to have seen a quarterback, um, you, you know, not not a quarterback draw, but at least let Dak run with it. At least have that option to where if there's nothing there, they at least run out the clock. You may not get the first, but, we, but they run out the clock. We see, we saw how important that, those, that, that the timeouts were, and I thought that was greatly mismanaged. But overall, I put a lot of this on the defense. You give up 500 yards. Yes. You give up 30-plus points. And I think all of us in those last few drives were all were like, okay, the pass rush is going to get there. The market is going to get there. Mike is going to get there. Somebody's going to have the big sack. Sam Williams is going to get there. And the pass rush never got there on three drives in a row for Jacksonville, and that I, I think that's what killed us. And we thought that pass rush was going to get there. Thanks, guys. Thank you for the call. Uh, Jacksonville won for the first time in 38 games when losing the turnover battle. They broke the longest non-conference losing streak in NFL history at 20 games. We made history, you guys. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Here's what's interesting to me to look at. They, like, he just mentioned, like Hakeem just mentioned there, the defense gave up a lead that they should have never given up. And they got outscored in, I believe it was 20, like 23 minutes of clock time. They got outscored 30 to 7. So to put that in perspective at the start of a game, imagine if at the seven minute mark of the second quarter yesterday, the Cowboys were down 30 to 7. We would be killing them. No excuse for what happened yesterday. Here's the Kellen drive, by the way, because Kellen is getting killed uh, and the offensive play calling. What did McCarthy say about this? Uh, Bobby, give us the recap of that after I go through the uh, play-by-play. Final drive of regulation. Jacksonville has three timeouts. Cowboys are up three. Own 38-yard line, 128 left. You get a first down, it's over, basically. Mm -hmm. You have to run on first down to start the clock, I believe. They run three-yard loss. Jacksonville timeout. Then they run Pollard. Nothing. Timeout. He gets three yards. So it's third and 10 with a minute 20 left. Jacksonville has one timeout. What are you doing in that situation? Because I was fine with run, run. Are you running and punting? Or are you trying to get the first down on third and 10? With the odds of picking it up in mind. I'm fine with throwing the ball. I, I wish they would have drawn up something that was... Maybe it's something in the flat. You pick up five, you try and get to the sticks. If you don't, you're tackled and bounced. Not a heave bomb down the sidelines, right. out of bounds. Right. And look, Mike McCarthy said after the game, he's like, you know, Newey Scruggs had asked him, what's the thought process between make them burn a timeout versus pick up the first down? And he's like, he's he basically was like, easy decision. We're trying to win the game. So, no, we're, we're going to try and pick up the first down. My problem with that is your calls on the first two plays betrays that line of thinking. Because if you're trying to do that, all right, then open with a pass. Or on second and 13, all right, let's let's uh, let's try and cut this in half. Let's get a six-yard out to Dalton Schultz and, you know, make it third and manageable or whatever else. But they didn't do that. How long is the play clock? 
40. 40, right? Yeah. So if they would have run the football on third down, Jacksonville at the most would have gotten it back with 33 seconds left, no timeouts. I I prefer that. No, they would have. It wouldn't right. have been. It, it wouldn't have been that because they had one timeout left. So if you run the ball there and then they immediately call timeout, then that would probably. What, what time was? Oh, that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pass was out of bounds to Noah with one thirteen. Yeah, so, so probably call the timeout with one fifteen. You punt it. That's another five. So yeah. they probably would have one ten yeah. with no timeouts. My bad. My bad. So one ten, no timeouts. And look, the way they were moving, they definitely could have gotten in field goal range, but just. I want to know what happened on the play call. Did Dak, what was called? Did Dak change it to anything? Should Dak have changed it? Like the the intelligence of that whole play, that's one of the little small things that the Cowboys, they, they always come up short in, in my opinion. You know, they just, they threw it up there. They were, we got a ESPN on, on, on in here. Get up. Looking at Dan Orlovsky's dumb face. <laughs> and they just had the play. There's something we haven't even talked about today. How damn close on that toss to Zay Jones that got them in field goal range how it went right between Donovan, Donovan Wilson and I don't blame Donovan Wilson that's again but it's just you see it and it's like that that is so representative of the game it's like it's right there it's right there it's just between his hands oh they, they you know Trevor Lawrence just slips out of the sack I mean I gotta call out J. Ron Curse for getting dragged that's another small thing that was inexcusable in my opinion Evan Ingram Bobby that was about 15 yards I, I well I mean it's from 15 the hash 15 yards to get out of bounds J. Ron Curse is a beast. I, I, now, I get know it. Evan Ingram is a tight. Come on, man, he dragged him. I, that I, was a little small thing. Uh, the 18 yard pickup on third and three, wide open. Diggs was lined up on the receiver who caught that, and it was 18 yard completion, wide open, in order to allow them to kick the 48 yarder to tie. Yeah. Lo- now it looked like zone. So, like, I mean, the, I, I'm not. I haven't looked at the the film yet to see if he was in man, but I'm guessing he was in zone just by where it looked like the ball was caught. But, man, it's, it is frustrating. You get the third and three conversion. That, that's frustrating. I get the J. Ron Curse thing. Evan Ingram's a, a strong player. Like, like, and, and, I mean, while J. Ron Curse is a bigger guy, he is, like, kind of thinly built. I, I don't totally blame it if it's, like, Evan Ingram's just super strong. He drags you. That sucks. But Joey in Dallas. Joey, you're next up on Sean and Bobby. Go ahead on a Cowboys Monday, Joe. Hey, guys, uh, just listening to you guys week in and week out and obviously being a fan and watching, one of the big things I notice is just the lack of the coaching on the sideline matching up with what's going on on the field. You know, I, I noticed that we should be running when we, we're running when we should be passing, we're passing when we should be running, and it just doesn't seem like they're on the same page. And even going back to Garrett, you know, they would have slow starts, but the second half adjustments were on fire. I just don't see that lately. So that was just my take on it. Thank you for the call. Where where was all where was any of this the past three weeks? I didn't hear I didn't hear one phone call like this. Um, I, I, I didn't hear nothing. Y'all told me all, all the local media, all y'all told me it was not you. It was glory days. It's it's all that matters is the win. It's a week to week league. Don't pay attention. So you're fine with us exposing the Vikings and the Giants by watching how they're winning and knowing it was BS fraud. But when I tell you that the Cowboys are getting away with a lot of garbage, you don't want to hear it. Ears, ear, Fingers in the ears. It, 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 you can't have it both ways. You have to actually like watch the games to get a feel about your team to predict how they're going to play and how they match up with certain people. You're fine when we call out the Vikings and the Giants, but when the Cowboys are winning with some BS in the last three or four weeks, it's a week-to-week league. You're a hater. And now, all of a sudden, all y'all want to agree after they give up this lead to Jacksonville? Come on. Funny. Convenient. (laughs) Mike is Friendswood? I never heard of Friendswood. Where's that at, Mike? Down outside Houston. Okay. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. Yes, sir. Love the show, guys. Uh, I, I... You know, if you score 34 points, that's enough in the NFL. But it seems like the last, going back to the Colts game, the defensive schemes where we were blitzing early on in the season have changed to basically non-existent maybe two, a handful of times a game, you know. Uh, and Quinn, mind you, is a great coach. But, I mean, he blew that lead in the Super Bowl years ago against the Patriots. So, uh, my concern is, you know, why aren't they – going in and bl- calling those blitzes where they were doing it and being dominant early on in the season. 
Thanks for the call, Mike. A couple Tolos have tweeted that, Bobby. Are, yeah. are they blitzing less? So, you remember early on, there was a lot of complaints about they were getting pressure, but they were running these twists, and then people thought they weren't gap sound and that they were getting gashed for runs. Yeah, when they called out themselves for assignment football. So, that, that well, and even, like, just in general, when they've run twists, and it's like, okay, you're running a twist, but it's a run and so, not a pass, and so now you're late getting to the hole, and the running back's able to just go through. But... The, I also don't think I want to blitz when I have Anthony Brown playing like he was, and I for damn sure don't want to have less help out there for Kelvin Joseph in the state of the secondary. Yeah, and I don't think they want to overrun plays right now with so many teams going misdirection and teams going, you know, with the RPO stuff and reverses, and so they, they've got teams are, are finding a way to attack them and make them play back a little bit on their heels, and that's that's impacted the pass rush. Remember when this defense was elite and great and shut down? You remember those days? Are you old enough to remember? I Feels am. like a long time ago. Patrick in Grapevine. Patrick, you're next up on 105 Through the Fan. Yes, sir. Um, so here's my take. Um, at what point do you just start resting the t- certain players? You know, we already clinched a playoff. You know, um, we're not going to clearly catch the Eagles. And, you know, just something I was thinking about and just get ready for a typical Cowboy playoff letdown season. On top of that, um, I like to call for a Kellen Moore's job. It's uh, Jason Garrett 2.0. You know, on-the-job learning, training, we need to get an experienced offensive coordinator in. Thanks for the call. By the way, let me add something to what I said about the defense. They haven't allowed over 23 points since the Packers game until yesterday. They gave up 3, 20, 19, 23. That is good. It just hasn't felt like shutdown. Yeah. Is that fair? No, I think that's fair. But, but those numbers are good. Yeah, they they've been, they have their moments, obviously, where, where things go awry. And look, I think yesterday, you know, Todd, Ar- scored all these touchdowns Todd the Archer had brought this up. The... For as much as Leighton Vander Esch and Anthony Brown have been dumped on in the city, like you see what happens when you have to go behind them. And 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 specifically Leighton. I mean, I know Anthony Brown struggled, but I thought Leighton's been really good this year. And he's taken a lot of heat from people because it's just they don't see him making these big splash plays. It's like, no, but he plays sound football and he doesn't put them in bad positions. Yeah. It feels like losing Leighton is is like scarier than anyone would have ever thought. McCarthy sounded genuinely concerned that they were that he might be out for a little bit. Really? Last night, yeah. The he'll have a, he'll have an MRI today. We'll find out. Another neck, another neck issue. Yep, this has consistently happened with him. Cowboys are third in the league in points, y'all. Twenty eight a game. They led the league last year in points. They're third in points now, and you remember, like when Dak got back, they were like twenty fifth, which means they've been scoring a lot lately. But to his point, to Patrick's point about like resting and just loading up, they are getting pretty close to like. You know, if the Giants lose next weekend and the Cowboys lose and, like, the division's really kind of out of hand, like, we're looking at basically Dallas kind of locked in at the fifth, I think. Who's the next Messi after the all-time World Cup final? Is Elon giving up Twitter already? And Brad Sham, the voice of the Cowboys, all next with Sean and Bobby, 105.3 The Fan. But first... Do you need some financial advice? We were sitting here talking about investing on the show just a little while ago. Trajan Wealth will provide expertise and answer all of your questions so you don't feel like the end of your your year has to be a complete free fall in the stock market. Interest rates are up. Markets are down. And the interest rates may continue to go up even next year. Where do you put your money? Trajan Wealth is going to help you decide what to do. Are you considering if you should wait to see if the market goes even lower? Trajan will help. Wondering if more investments to a safe haven like cash are going to benefit you more? Trajan's going to help you figure it out. Go to TrajanWealth.com, T-R-A-J-A-N Wealth.com, or give them a call and set up your appointment in Frisco, Arlington, or Southlake, 469-579-3500. 469-579-3500. Tell them Sean for the fans sent you to Trajan Wealth today. Paid endorsement, no conflicts. Financial advisory services offered through Trajan Wealth LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Messi's way offside. Lifted forward. Latour Martinez is going to get to that one. Knocked it down for Messi. Into the middle for I can't wait to see the ratings for this. Bobby and I disagreeing. I'm losing to the Tolos on what to do if this carried over past noon and interfere with the Cowboys-Jacksonville kickoff. Bobby's like, it's not even a decision. Fox had it right. They were going to switch the World Cup to FS1 and start the Cowboys in Jacksonville at noon. And I was like, man, I mean, I prefer football over soccer every day of the week. But this, this was, this was so good. It was such a classic game. Mm-hmm. Everyone, I feel like, was on the edge of their seat. Whether you're a sports fan or not, you had to watch that drama. An all-time classic, a comeback, the superstars on each side, scoring, uh, shootout, tears, crying, girls shirtless in the front row. I mean, it had everything. That, I mean, that was that, that was the best part, to be honest. Did you see it live? I didn't know what people were talking about. I didn't. No, somebody showed me on the bus to the airport. They're like, did you see this? And I was like, oh, wow. No, I was focused on the beautiful game of football. I did not. <laughs> I wasn't worried about the crowd. Argentina beats France to win the World Cup. And Messi gets the final piece of his legacy. I'm going to steal this from Choppy. Uh, he sent prep because he is an awesome show prepper, even though he was out for today. He said Messi was easily the best player in sports that didn't have their sports highest crown. Now who holds that title? The candidates. Luca, Ja, Joker. By the way, Ja got tossed. A weird ejection the other day as he apparently was talking to a fan about the ref. And the ref was like, um, I'm right here. See you later. You're getting tossed out of this game. Joker put up a stupid stat line last night. What was that triple-double? It was like 42 points, 27 rebounds. He had like 20 rebounds in the first half. My Lord. RJ also listed Burrow, Judge, Trout, Shohei, Bryce, McDavid. His order, the best in their sports that don't have their crown, Trout, Luka, McDavid. So we're talking about a title, not just an MVP, right? A title. Okay, so I... Maybe I missed it. Did he not say Josh Allen? He did not say Josh Allen. So he Allen. thinks Burrow is ahead of Allen. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. He did say Allen. Yes. He did put Allen in here. That's interesting. Um, I think it's Trout. I mean, pro- tr- yeah, probably. I can't speak to McDavid as much. I know he's a phenom and everything, but Mike Trout is like the best of all these players in terms of his entire career. A lot of, a lot of people think, yeah, like Jokic is... Right near the top of one of the best players in the NBA. And so, I mean, he's another yeah, one. But Jokic, I mean, 
I don't think he's comparable to Trout's greatness. No, I know. I'm just Although he's saying. got back-to-back MVPs. Do you think in like five or six years we're comparing Luka to Trout if the Mavs still don't win a championship? Yeah. I don't. I think in uh, five to six years, if that comparison existed, I think he's already left Dallas and figured it out somewhere else. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. But we could still be talking about him if he doesn't have a title in this category. Yeah. Yeah. It's- and I don't know anything. It's, it's amazing how, I mean, does anyone, what do we know about Messi like as a human being, rooting for him, the personality, but everybody was rooting for his greatness to get stamped with this championship. I was like, I don't know anything about this guy. Amanda watched some Netflix on on Ronaldo and his wife, so she's in love with them. But even she was like, "Is Messi winning? I want Messi to win." Why? Why do we? Why, why? I mean, just because usually we root against like the best who's been on top forever. I was just curious about like what we actually know about him. Uh, but didn't we cheer for Peyton? Like, like Russell, to win a title, to like, shave his mustache? No, no. Like, didn't didn't that. we cheer for Peyton Manning to win a title, even though he had like he had been one of the best? People wanted him to win his first title. Finally. Yeah, but we know much more about Peyton Manning than Lionel Messi. No, I know, but we said normally we root against greatness. Right. But if we're rooting for somebody yeah. to to get over the hump or whatever, but True. Elway. I mean, I didn't root for Elway ever. I did. I of course you would. You what? would. Why? Why? You would would, why? Well, what's your Elway anti? What are you from Baltimore? Uh, no, you, it's, you it's, mad it's because it's, he left the Colts. It's it's actually a hundred percent that. Is it? I'm dead serious. It's a, he's he's Eli Manning. He whined his way out of a situation. It's like, that's not how the draft works. You don't get to dictate where you go. And so I just, I think that's stupid. Okay. Anybody who whines their way out of their draft position, like Eli or Elway did, it's like, I'm out on you. Um, But yeah, what did it like? Messi in December, man. It's game six clay. It's it's Jordan go. at the buzzer. It's... There we go. That's what, it, like, when, 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 when the cold weather changes, Messi gets just as cold on the soccer field. <laughs> It's deadly. And, you know, I think we we all talked about that over the course of several months leading up to the World Cup. That, look, just don't don't let Messi get into the month of December. Cowboys PR, Cowboys PR, if you're listening, revoke it for the week. Please don't. Day or week, revoke his press pass because I know y'all love soccer and I know y'all are listening See, to you're this. saying that Joe actually would probably stop me and tell me, like, no, nah, I'm not going to let you in today. Just guess because yeah. you're taking shots at soccer. The Sean Jackson your ass right outside the building. <laughs> Was he the one with that? Jamal Adams, I think. Yeah, Jamal Adams. Yeah, Jamal Adams couldn't get his key card to work. Yeah. All right, uh, man, Saturday night. Saturday in the National Football League was awesome. The snow scene in Buffalo as Miami and the Bills had an amazing game. Here's Mike McDaniel. So these ice balls are getting thrown. I love how Peyton – were they ice balls or snowballs? I was just – Picking that apart. I call them snowballs, but maybe in Buffalo they just go to ice balls. I okay, don't know. the cut sheet says ice balls, but this was a... That's that's what McDaniel said. He said ice balls? Yeah. Let's hear it. The officials did a great job. I was just more concerned with the safety when there was ice balls flying at people's heads, and I think that's what um, they were concerned with as well. So there's uh, several people that got hit. It's whatever. See, people can grow. The these, Dolphins now care about the safety of their players' heads. These idiots in Buffalo were throwing these things at their own team when they scored you morons sitting there throwing snowballs at your own team when they were getting into the end zone man a cameraman got hit like square in the back um oh come on buffalo you're supposed to raise the bar in terms of fan etiquette you're wait were they the ones who threw the uh the am i allowed to say the d word on the d word uh the 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 the, yeah the the fake phallic objects yes the yield though (laughs) Yes, were they they, the ones they, who uh, that? I don't think was that Buffalo. I thought that was. I thought it was. I thought they threw it in the end v- zone. Very well, could be. Just I know. Google I know. It. I know. Google it on your work computer. Uh, a lot of people don't. Uh, I know a lot of people are not fans of the way the Bills Mafia operates. Really? But yeah. Opposing opposing fans think they're terrible, or, or opposing teams think they're an awful fan base. I, I asked about going when I uh, thought everybody loved them. When we were busing into Philadelphia for the game, I was I was talking with people on the bus. I was like, "So how bad is this actually going to be?" Like, "Ah, eh, it's chilled out in recent years." And there were several people on the bus who were like, the worst place to bus into is Buffalo. They're awful. Really? And it's like, regardless of who you are, they're terrible, apparently. Did you look it up? I did. It was the playoff game against the uh, the Patriots. Yeah. Bills and Patriots. They threw it in there. Yeah, because I've, I've, I've seen to remember like Brady somehow involved in that. So this is an RJ Choppy special. I bet RJ would rant against the Bills getting punished because they made an announcement in the stadium. If you keep throwing the snowballs, Buffalo's going to get penalized 15 yards. Here's the rules analyst on TV. Please 
Well, they can run for cover. I mean, that's, what they, that's about it. When you think when you think about Bottlegate that we had before. So if it happens again, they will say penalty. that they can penalize them as a last resort. But, you know, that's a difficult situation to get involved with because you never know for sure who's throwing them. Although you don't think many Miami fans are in Buffalo. But, you know, not only are the players in danger, but remember when you saw in the end zone, the officials have no protection. And so, as you said, as Schrag said, these are ice balls that are landed on the field. So I'm not going to be surprised if some point we don't end up taking the teams off the field. Well, in reaction to that, several snowballs just came flying onto the field. So that was Mike Prayer. This is a fascinating topic. Why are you rolling your eyes? I, I can't take you seriously if... Like, you're like, hey, we can't have snowballs thrown at players. This is about safety. Um, guys, okay, we need you to turn around in three days and play in a car crash again. Like, you're telling me, like, how seriously you're taking so you players' safety. You should do nothing to stop the— No, my point is, like, it's snowballs. Like, I don't I don't take you— If that's, like, we're, we're really looking out for player safety, but we're going to stick Tua back in there after back-to-back -back <laughs> concussions. We're going to have everybody play on three days rest, even though doctors, like, universally are like, this probably isn't a good idea. All right, if you were Goodell— and you are watching the game, and you got the bat phone. What uh -huh. do you do? Is it is it is it unfair if Buffalo gets penalized if snowballs keep getting thrown? That's the topic. Yes, like I mean, it's not quite the same, but like it's uh, you remember the maybe you just announced we're gonna eject you. The game where uh, yeah, I mean, like if you want to handle fans specifically, fine. But like to penalize the Bills, that seems a little. But you got to hit them where it hurts, I guess. Yeah. Fans go like, oh crap, this is college basketball crowds, right? When they chant stuff or expletives or well you remember um the throwing game. things on the court storm the field when there's one second left in a game and they you know give the other team a 15 yard penalty it's similar to me like when the Joffy would lose his mind over the, the team being the, punished the, oh. the not fair it's not fair like like when the the pontiac silverdome or whatever got really loud against the jets in that game where barry sanders broke the or got to 2,000 yards rushing Remember, Neil O'Donnell stopped down and they got threatened with a, a penalty for being too loud to where the jets couldn't operate their offense no. Yes, they did. That, that was a rule in 1997. It was a rule for a year, and they got rid of it. But that's similar to me. It's like you can't punish a, a team for that. That's stupid. Let's see if Brad Sham. Oh, by the way, Elon is putting up a poll for some reason. Do you want me to step down as the head of Twitter? I will abide by the poll. And right now, the answer is yes. People are saying yes, step down. So we'll see what happens. Man, daily drama every single day as the World Cup blew up on social media yesterday morning with an all-time Classic. I'm going to ask Brad Sham if he can name a better World Cup finale. And I want to know if he's worried about the Cowboys since he wasn't last week. That's next right here on DFW Sports Station. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Third and six. Snap is back. Looking, looking, looking. Standing. Peeling out to the left. Throws it in the end zone. Got to come back. Caught for a touchdown by Noah Brown. That sounded like it was going to be the game winner. Third down. Dak spinning left. Finding Noah Brown who people were praising until the final play of the game. All these Johnny-come-lately 2020 hindsight. Why was Noah Brown in at the end? He's not a clutch player who's having a fantastic game. He's had a very good year. Don't act like you weren't loving him, absolutely loving him uh, throughout the entire game yesterday, and it looked like he had the game winner. Was that clutch? Was that clutch as well? I also haven't gotten anyone calling and blaming Dak for the final pick. And I was fighting that fight yesterday on Twitter. I was like, I, I just want to hear a phone call. I want to hear one person call and try to explain and break down how that interception at the end was not on Noah Brown. Let's get to Brad Sham, voice of the Cowboys in the Diamond Factory Hotline. Good morning, Bradley. How are you? Good morning, Sean. I'm okay. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, biggest reason that the Cowboys blew that lead and lost that game to you was what? Feels like a, a replay of Green Bay. You know, you want to say... Um, how can you score 34 points and that's not enough? Where was the where was the defense? And and yet, um, just as the biggest problem in Green Bay to me was having the ball at the end of the reg- at the end of regulation, all your timeouts, two and a half minutes, don't go kick a field goal, and win the game. Um, you know, you got to get a first down yesterday. That's I mean, that's just part of the deal. And when they go three and out. That's really problematic. I was in McCarthy. I mean, I heard I wasn't in McCarthy's press conference after the game, but I heard it. You know, and he said that they were trying to win the game uh, because if they run and punt, then you still have the same thing. I well, I I understand that point of view. I believe when I go back and listen to the tape, which I do every week, I will hear myself say when that ball went in the air for the deep ball on the third and ten. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> like there are other options available, but that's the you know you, you you quarter you can't quarterback the game through anyone's eyes but the quarterback. So I'm <clears throat> I'm troubled by the fact that um, they weren't able to get that first down. There were clear defensive issues, but I, I think those were partly. I think they really missed Van Der Esch. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that we are now figuring out that they missed Anthony Brown. And so, but those, are, those aren't going away. So they got to fix those. But you still, you still could win the game if you make a first down. And uh, I don't think they made a yard there on that sequence. That, that's troubling to me. So let's talk about that series. I, I do agree with McCarthy. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. You come out. And you complete the pass, you're, you're a ballsy genius. If you throw on first down, you're creative and catch them off guard. It, it, you know, uh, but they're trying to kill clock. So they run right. on first and second down. How do you generally feel about that in this don't play to lose you know, football world that we're living in? Or would you just have run it on third down to keep the clock going after it was third and 10 and make Jacksonville burn that final timeout? How do you balance running versus throwing in that situation? You know, I, I like a screen pass in there somewhere. I mean, it's it's a kind of a it's a kind of a uh, run while throwing. It's a little bit of a change up, and and, and you are a hundred percent right that there. Uh, in summarizing what he said, it's it's damned if you do and damned if you don't. The the 
the the problem that exists is, and you are you are really characterizing it correctly, in my opinion, is, is that people fandom and those in our business who want to be coach and coordinator, uh, we're we're going to find an issue with something, whatever it is, that doesn't work. Do you want to be smart? which might look conservative and just, I think it's almost insulting when you say play not to lose because that's what they consider to be smart. Of course, they're trying to win the game. They think that's the best way to win the game. But on the other hand, if you do something risky, why don't you just hand the ball off? There's a lot of reasons why. And, um, and I don't know what the answer is, except that you just had to get a first down there. Brad Sham here on the fan. How did you judge the two Dak interceptions? Well, the last one, uh, certainly exactly the way you did. Um, the, and the other one, the other one bounced off somebody too, didn't it? It looked like he the got his, his arm may have gotten hit a little bit. His arm got grabbed to cause it to go yeah. over Schultz's head. Yeah, yeah, he and I was in his press conference after the game and he you know, I think that he I I do I I agree with you 100%. I'm not putting the last one on anything but that's football. I mean, when you look at it from ground level, I saw one uh shot of it after we got home last night where it looks like how does he's thrown it over the head of an offensive lineman, how in the hell is he, or a defensive lineman, how is he seeing? What is he seeing? But he's seeing. He knows exactly what he wants to do with it. And he said, I try. I threw it low on purpose. And so you just hope that ball's caught. You expect that. It's more than hope. You expect that ball to be caught. And it had a chance to be caught. And I think you're completely right about Noah. You know, Noah made a couple of great plays, and that was one that he didn't make. And uh, the, And the first one, uh, yeah, his arm got hit, and he said himself, you know, I was trying to throw it to Dalton, and I think he second guesses now, and this is where you really have to have a mentally strong quarterback, because he second guesses, did I do the right thing? Should I have tried to throw that ball? Should I have tried? And you can't play quarterback that way. So, I, I mean, I defend him in that regard, that you have to play, um, you have to play aggressively and confidently, and I'll just keep saying I agree with McCarthy. There, there are interceptions are not all created equal, and some the hard ones to evaluate and the ones you can't live with are the judgment interceptions. And I don't, I certainly don't think the one in overtime was a judgment interception. Brad, we uh, a few of the reporters asked uh, Noah Brown to talk last night. Last night he declined. I mean, he posts something on social media later. But do you do you have any problem with a, a player not standing up there and and you know, answering about what happens at the end? Or, or do you think, hey, it's just it's a tough game. He's he's wanting to get home. Um, yeah, objectively, Bobby, I have a little bit of a problem with it. They they all want – I understand it. I mean, I don't like walking in there when it's right. – when you know what you're going to be facing. And uh, they put everything they have into a game, physically, emotionally, mentally. I, I certainly understand how they feel we would not want to be answering questions, but some do. And um, some of them understand that it's just part of the job when you sign a contract for a lot of money to play professional football, answering questions. No one no one um, stops to think, nor should they really, that uh, it's not us that they are talking to or not talking to. We have jobs because the people who are buying tickets and jerseys, they have questions. Mm-hmm. And our function is to ask their questions. And the questions have to be asked. Uh, I understand why they don't want to answer them, but maybe I would say instead of having a problem with someone who doesn't, uh, I certainly have a tremendous amount of respect for the many who stand there and answer questions they don't want to answer, but they understand it's part of their job. Brad Sham here on 105.3 The Fan. So, look, they're 10-4. and four. Uh, They've had an, a very, very good season. They're going to the playoffs after the Giants won last night. But you're sitting there, Cowboys hour tonight. You're buying beers for the crowd like last week, and someone goes, well, what worries you, Brad? What, what, do you think, what do you think are this team's issues that they got to get over to be a Super Bowl contender 
today? What would you say? Well, first of all, I bought beers for the crowd two weeks ago, not last week. Sorry. And that's not gonna, that's how that's I try to give you props. be an every week yeah. thing. And if someone is asking me stuff like that, I'm not buying the beers anymore. <laughs> okay, what you if know, I ask you that? <laughs> yeah, well, I, this is what I would say. As we sit here this morning at 10 minutes till 9, uh, it, it's very hard to see a path for them to the Super Bowl. On the other hand, I don't think I really ever saw them being better than Philadelphia. That doesn't mean they can't beat them right. or won't beat them. Right. I, don't think, I don't think I have since, since, certainly since about a third of the way to a half the way through the season, I don't think I saw them as better than San Francisco. Doesn't mean they can't beat them or won't beat them. Because things happen in sports every day that we don't think are going to happen. That's why we watch. And one of those things was the game we're talking about yesterday. What's supposed to happen? So they have three weeks to figure out what they can do with the personnel that's available and will be coming back. I mean, everybody's got injuries, but they, I think they've missed Hankins in a couple of weeks. And uh, I definitely think that they missed Vander Esch. And so guys are out. Now they're going to have to figure out what are they going to do to work around those things. And, and in my opinion, your perspective is 100% right. They're in the playoffs. By the way, if someone can explain that formula to me, <laughs> I mean, if Washington loses their last three games, they are uh, uh, wins their last three games, sorry, they'll be 10-6-1. and one. If Dallas win, uh, loses their last three games, they'll be ten and seven. How that means Dallas <laughs> be in, and and the same is and it, and it only happened because Seattle also lost Thursday, and they can also be ten and seven. So I don't know how Dallas can be in when Seattle and Washington could. Bo- I don't think they will, but could both be. You know, Seattle could be ten and seven. Then you'd have to compare. But why does Washington's loss? I don't get it. <laughs> okay. I, I accept it. And that's right. They are in the playoffs. They want to go in on a positive note. Um, we still don't have any idea what that Washington game will mean, or for that for that matter, when it'll be played. Uh, so, who knows who will be playing in that game? I think most people would view the Tennessee game differently now than they would have two or three weeks ago because of how Tennessee is playing. So everyone wanted to make the season come down to this game on Saturday. And I got news for everybody. They weren't going to catch Philadelphia to win the division anyway because of Philadelphia It just has not lost. They lost the one game. And even if the Cowboys beat them and they're tied – then there's all other kind of tiebreakers. It's like Dez caught it and they would have won. Oh, there's four minutes left. They were going to win the game anyway. So I think the correct perspective for them is they're in the playoffs, and that's a great thing to know because it can affect how you use people going forward. They also understand, coaching staff understands, they need to feel good. They need to win. They need to play well against Philadelphia and win. And maybe here's a question that you can pull on for the rest of the week for as long as you guys are working until you take a Christmas break. Suppose they go bare knuckles, everyone fighting until they bleed and the last man stands and lose by three to the Eagles on Saturday. Yeah. Do you feel better because they played best, they played way better against clearly the best team in the league, even though they didn't win? Right. Oh, you know, they've got a, they're in the, you're, you are right. They're in the playoffs. I don't know what your great confidence would be about their winning the Super Bowl, but things happen and they've got three weeks to figure out a way to put things together, to feel good about going in, playing that first game against whoever it is. And then it really is just one at a time. You know anything about Beckham coming here? No. What a sideshow last week was. We spent, and it's kind of the way they all like it. Not McCarthy, he doesn't like it. You know that. We spent all this time talking about uh, a wide receiver who's not going to play for a while and a wide receiver who they got who hasn't played all year, who didn't suit up yesterday, 
And who's going to be the right tackle? We talked about everything but Jacksonville. Yep. And Jacksonville, Jacksonville, the way they played offensively did not surprise me. Uh, so th- that's the circus that is following the Dallas Cowboys, and it's one of the things that is so interesting and captivating about it. So, no, I don't know anything about Beckham coming, and, and uh, I'll, you know, I just want to see if they, if they have Hilton ready and maybe we can figure out what happened to Michael Gallup yesterday. Player show? Zach Martin. Oh, it's a good one. He works uh, in the Star District for the the last uh, few shows going on into the playoffs. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate it. Have a great one. Brad Sham, Diamond Factory Hotline. Did the other games in the NFL make you feel better about the Cowboys yesterday? Final hour, Sean and Bobby, next. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.